Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy Pat P and Brian with yes, all things covered. We got a very, very special guest. The number one requested guest. No question. From the fans, from the listeners. He here. From you. He here. He's here. Chris Boyd, 2018, big, uh, first team, Big 12. Got drafted in 2019, seventh round to the Minnesota Vikings. You can find him on Instagram at uh, Chris Boyd, under, I'm sorry, Chris underscore, underscore. Boyd. Two. Two. Yep. And, you know, like I always said, my favorite teammate, University of Texas, my guy, better known as KB, the fans most wanted. Yes, sir. What's happening? Hey, what up, baby? <laughs> hey, we hey, finally man. got you on, Chris. I told you, man, yeah. no cap. They've been hollering for you, asking for you. Got to get Chris Boyd on. Got to get Chris Boyd on. And guess what? He here. He here now. Yeah, man. And, and also, too, if y'all if y'all uh, do follow him on uh, Instagram, he is a TikTok king. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> He's a who? A TikTok like king. No, that's 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 hidden. Oh, wait a minute. Would bad. you be a TikTok dancing? No, no, no TikTok. I ain't got one. Nah, nah. He don't dance. He don't dance. Oh, that matter of fact, that's that 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 be his phone. It just be a regular video on his phone. You just said he on TikTok, bro, right? I thought it was TikTok, but you know, they be having them all filters and stuff. Oh, he a filter guy. Oh, yeah. you sh- oh, I thought Blake got you on his last video. I was about to say, but he didn't. That was me he got. Nah, he didn't get me, Jack. Hey, he didn't get me. Hey, but Chris, man, welcome to the show, man. It's no a doubt. pleasure to finally have you on. We're going to kick it off with this one, man. Very easy question for you, my guy. What was it like, you know, being from Texas and having an opportunity to, to represent the University of Texas, the University of Texas, the Longhorns? Yeah. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, it meant a lot. Um, especially just like being like from there, the hometown, you know, the whole state, should I say. Uh, mm-hmm. Having my, uh, my cousin, uh, Curtis Brown, he was like my first or second hey, cousin. Man. Curtis uh, is your cousin? Went, Chris Brown, you know Curtis Brown? Play with me in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, thirty-one. Look, quick, Curtis, light-skinned Curtis, went third, yeah. third-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Coach yeah. Kenny's the cop. Yeah, I didn't know y'all were red. Yeah, that's what's up. Yes, sir. So, uh, him going to the University of Texas, seeing like everything he did and accomplished, mm-hmm. uh, and from the same hometown, and I mean, I just uh was driven to like go out there do the same thing, uh, seeing him go win that championship with Vince Young and them. I sat there and watched it, cried in the living room. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Uh, once the time came, every, like I had all type of offers rolling in. I would, didn't know where I was going to go. Didn't even think I was going to go to Texas at all. Uh, but shit, time came. I sat there, thought about it, uh, talked to my family, my brothers. 
And that was another uh, major reason that I went to the University of Texas because I wanted my little brother to play with me. Uh, we played together like since we was in little league together. Uh, and when they offered me, they offered him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when the time came, signing day, I went up there and signed. Um, and the rest was history. Got there freshman year. Uh, did what I was supposed to do to uh, make an impact on the team. Uh, Coach Strong, I, I want to tell, give, uh, give a shout out to Coach Strong right now personally because uh, he got me through some things that I was dealing with freshman year. Mm-hmm. But got past that sophomore year, was starting ever since. Uh, and we weren't really doing too good. I say freshman, sophomore year, as in like being a winning tradition and trying to bring that back to the University of Texas. And that was one of the main reasons I wanted to go there, to change that. So junior year came, Coach Herman came in. We made it to like our first bowl game after not making it, like since I've been there. And then the next year we went to the Sugar Bowl. And, against Georgia? Yep, against Georgia. Uh, teed up, handled our business. And then I ended up here with the Vikings. Uh, and I say my senior year was the year I wanted and was the reason that I did commit to the University of Texas because I wanted to go out there uh, and just pretty much just, like I said, bring the winning tradition back to the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like going out there and winning the Sugar Bowl, coming from not making a bowl game to going out there to competing in the Big 12 championship as well to going to win the Sugar Bowl was like a big accomplishment for me and for me and my team. You know, that was something that we had um, pretty much like dedicated ourselves. We talked about it, that training, uh, that uh, as a team, like, you know, we would always have like players led team meetings in camp sometime and, I remember the first one we had, we just sat there, looked at each other like, this ain't going to be the same. This is not going to be the Texas that we done seen for these past years. And we went out there and did it. Was uh, Florida State a real option for you? I was going to commit to Florida State when I went on my visit. Um, uh-huh. here, uh, for the camp, it was uh, Coach Brewster. Yeah, I went with Coach Brew. I yeah. remember I had drove to Florida State. Tight end coach. Yeah, I had drove to Florida State uh, for that camp, and I had stayed for a couple of days, and I was with uh, PJ uh, Williams and Jamius. Yep. So I was kicking it with them, but I did pretty good at the camp, and uh, Coach uh, had called me in. Uh, Coach Fisher had called me in to the office, and he was like, we've been getting you the offer. We just wanted to see you. Mm-hmm. And like he was trying to get me to talk, and this is another thing that I kind of would go back and like kind of look at my the commitment process a little different of going to the schools out of state and thinking like, uh, they just want me because like I'm a top player. But once I get here, they gonna start playing the players that's in the state, and not really worry about me because I'm an out of state player. But that's something that I had in my head had I. But had I had a chance to go back, I would kind of get rid of that because I was going to commit to Florida State when I went on the trip. Man, so what will it take for Texas to truly get back to what they used to be? When you look at the glory years and the con- consistency of wins and, you know, competing for championships, what is it going to take for them to get back to that level? You got Steve Sarkis. 
Sarkeesian there. I mean, you're getting big time recruits. Recruiting never been an issue for Texas, but for some reason, you guys have been going in the wrong direction when it comes to consistency. So what, what is it going to take to get back to that level? You can sit here and give a prep talk. You can sit here and try to pr give a blueprint, whatever you want to do. This is the game of football. And, and when you step out there, it's, it's those 11 guys versus the other 11 guys. It's gonna, it's gonna, that's going to have to come from within that, the, the team, the players, and that locker room. I can tell you that now. And that's, gonna, that's what it's always going to be. The coaches can draw whatever type of players they want. Them players are out there and execute it. Then ain't nothing going to get done. Mm -hmm. Like at that players led meeting, that was a players led meeting in the summer uh, summer camp before we had that season to go win that uh, Sugar Bowl. The players gonna have to come together and just say this shit. What we got going on, this losing or, or, or whatever they got to get fixed, we got to fix that. They got to come together and want to do that. They show yeah. like you got to self driven, self motivated as a team. You can't be relying on no coach. any coach. Yeah. They gonna go. But they need to. It's the it's the players that gotta go down and execute. Yeah, I agree. That's Definitely gonna come down to the players to uh, coming down to executing. But speaking of executing, what was your greatest play, your player at the, at the University of Texas? My greatest play? Yeah. <clears throat> it would probably be my first play or either. Damn. I got three, but I don't know which one is the best one. Maybe y'all can help me choose. <laughs> so my first play at the University of Texas as the freshman year, it was uh kind of like a statement play, you know, to be honest. So we go out there, we we was this is when we wouldn't win in either. We've opened up the season with Notre Dame in Notre Dame. We losing about 20. 25, 27, 26 to like zero. And we punt, we punt. So they called me in. Hey, go out there. We punt. We kicked the ball. All I know is go hit. I'm at Gunner. My first time ever lining up at mm -hmm. Gunner. I, I go past them. All I know is I'm gone. I already been mad because I'm not playing. And this is when I, so when I got to UC, I was coming off of two state championships. So I'm not used to this. So I'm already mad. They punt the ball. I'm down at full speed. Then that the uh, returner getting ready to catch the ball. First play at the University of Texas. I swept him. Like he getting ready to catch it. I, all you see is like a white jersey just flying through there, and a the ball just pop up. And then like like we losing, but you see the whole sideline energy change. And I say that play. Uh, and then my sophomore year. I had a game-winning pick uh, versus Tech uh, when I played against Pat. This is what's crazy, because me and Pat Mahomes have been playing against each other since high school in East mm -hmm. Texas. He went to White House. My first play uh, when I played against him uh, against in White House was a deflection. He had threw it to um, – it was another receiver that was committed to Tech, tech with him. But my coach was, like, um, trying to see how – I was, it was, I was a freshman. He threw me in there. I'm um, all right. I ain't, I, I didn't, yeah, this time I didn't know of Pat or the receiver. I'm just out there having fun. But then I was that place. So I picked him off in college my sophomore year. And then that was the second, uh, second play of my career. And the third one that I say would probably be my, uh, 
most favorite was uh, my high school quarterback who I had one state with. He went to Texas Tech and was playing, and we was playing against each other. And I say like, that was probably my best game at the University of Texas as well. I picked him off uh, and took it back to like the 10. I was mad I didn't score, but that was one of the uh, top plays that, that I probably would pick if I had to. Hmm. I like hmm. the Patty Mahomes. I like the Patty Mahomes one. Uh, yeah, I'm right a, there with that's you. That's a legend for sure. And speaking of Patty Mahomes, what were what were the battles like playing against Patty Mahomes uh, in high school? Like, what was the record? You know, I knew you guys probably played against each other at least three times. What was oh, the no. record? Who's up? I don't even like talking about high school because it was so unfair. I don't like we we won every game. Okay. I, in my house. <laughs> In my high school career, I probably three or four games. On four is me pushing it, but I say probably three to four games in my high school career. Dang. They pat down. So this is the thing. They was a bigger school, too. So I'm thinking, like, oh, shit. Like, I was a freshman on varsity, but I, like over the time, we were still playing until he left. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I'm not knowing, oh, like, it don't matter how big the school is, you, y'all still got to go out there and play. Yeah. But it was all, so after the first year, we just kept playing each other. But I will say this, the year after that, this is when I knew Pat was the real deal. And he, and I want to wanted confirm that he had been throwing the, the balls like that and the tossing them up. He's always been doing that? But... He been doing that since high school. Wow. I, I remember today. I believe it. <laughs> I, wow. It was a whip. The receiver was um, Dylan Cantrell. That's the receiver. I remember because he was nice. And how do I know? Because he had caught that one-handed pass on me because Pat threw it. So another play, this is when I knew Pat was a real deal. They was on the goal line coming in. Um, he, went a, he ran a whip route. He went in, I bit, and when he came back out, I knew I was like, I was about to get a like 98-yard interception, like pick six. I was getting ready to uh pick it because I thought Pat was about to throw it. I'm jumping in the sky, and all I see is the ball come up under me. <laughs> right into his hands. And and that's when I <laughs> he started flexing, and I knew I was like, yeah, you the real deal. You the real yeah. deal. <laughs> Man, and man's always been the guy since day yeah, one. So, I, so when he started doing that in uh, college and in the league, I'm like, that, that really ain't new to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, I, been, you been saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But sh- hey, let, let's transition to the professional Chris Boyd, right? <laughs> You're coming in year three. Uh, your first two years were, was under a different coaching regime with Coach Zimmer and his staff. Uh, but what are your early thoughts uh, of the new staff specifically speaking head coach kevin o'connell who is an offensive minded guy but what has the vibe been like been for you guys in the facility around the new coaching staff uh it's been it's been great uh i i can't lie to you i I love the vibe uh i love where he's going with with the whole team um the mindset that he have and, and what he's trying to instill into us like i love it all because what he's saying is like we've already like been pushing towards 
And uh, one thing that he does talk about a lot uh, that I really like is like the togetherness of the team. Mm-hmm. It's never he or I, it's about we. And uh, he also speaks about like how they're not really focused on like, so like with the last step, they would like whatever we, they was dealing with or was scared to, scared of, I don't know, but they always like, I don't know. They just they they so is it, I can say what I want on this interview or like yeah, I got a so they would walk they would walk around with their assholes like tight like they couldn't <laughs> move and would always be strict about everything like anytime you messed up like it's like the world ended but like KO them they they way more chill way more relaxed like whatever we got to get fixed we gonna fix it. We can like we gonna keep rolling, bro. Like mm-hmm. anybody, say, hey, we gonna bounce back. Like figure it out. <clears throat> the whole vibe, like everybody, way more relaxed. Like I mean, as a defense, as a whole team, like the vibe. Nobody really worried about too much. Like we really there to enjoy football and learn and just be the best us. I got a question for both of you guys. Based on what you have seen so far, I know it's still early in the process, but. On paper, when you look at the roster from top to bottom on both sides of the football, is this yeah. current group of Vikings better than the current group, uh, the the past group from a year ago? When you look at the the roster, the additions, the 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 the, the draft pl- pl- picks, the, everything. What do you what, what which team has the best players? I'll say personnel from a year ago or to the current group of guys that you have now. This one. I'm gonna tell you that now. And why is that? Because I'm better than the last year, Chris Boyd. <laughs> okay, I like it. That's, I like that's, it. That's gonna be if, if I'm better than the last Chris Boyd, then I know my team gonna be better because I I want I'll do I'll do anything I can. And what have you improved team. on? Why why do you any role better? Because taking care of myself, as in like things that I should have uh-huh. been focused on and done. Last year, or just in general, as being a professional athlete, I began to hone and take care of, uh, and pretty much just like having a routine, a schedule, knowing yourself, what you need to do to be successful on the field. Uh, also, as in like, think like so, like with Pat P, I had hit him up. Uh, hey, where you at? I'm out in Atlanta training. I'm on the way. Didn't say nothing. I'm on the way. <laughs> like you was like around the corner. You said I'm on the way. <laughs> Up in a position to be great and just learn, like I like becoming a sponge. Like when when you when I'm getting off from like practice or something, oh, it ain't gonna hurt to just go up upstairs and just like get thirty minutes of a film session. Like like thirty minutes ain't gonna hurt because you got the whole day to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like they also staying in the training room, getting up early so you can have extra time to get in there in the morning, get done whatever you need to get done. They just take care of a lot of stuff. They could like help me prevail in the long help me prevail in the long run. Yeah. Man, that sounds familiar, Chris. Well, sound, boy, it sounds like you talking <laughs> about getting a routine. You know to be stay on the routine. That sounds like Pat P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat P, same question for you. I mean, what what are your thoughts on the roster compared to the roster from a year ago? I think the roster is definitely uh, better than you know, last year. Um, because one is to me, there's no uncertainty about you know going into the season. Um, 
I think everybody is, is comfortable, you know, right now with the with the coaching staff, with you know, um, with their job and what they need to do. Um, I just think as well too, you got uh, a lot of a lot more players that's you know reliable. You know mm-hmm. that that could be that's going to be in the lineup for you uh, week in and week out. You know that's big. You know if you want to be able to compete in this league. You know so. Uh, I think we're definitely a uh, better top top to bottom. Um, but now, you know, we just have to go out there um, and pray that the good this is a good role as will, that we can stay healthy to put uh, to be able to put our best foot forward to compete, um, to collect as many W's as we can on Sundays. I mean, I'm a for me, I look at I mean, I look at a lot of football. But when I look at the additions in the team, if everything stays the course. I mean, I, I pick you guys to win a division. And that's something that hasn't happened for in a long time outside of Packers winning that division. And with that being said, what is the path for this team to be able to compete with the Packers to truly become a contender? Because, you know, if you take care of your business in the division, everything else is easy. You're going to get a seat in the tournament. So what do you guys have to do to be able to be a legit contender within the division, specifically competing with the Packers? For one, definitely beating them. You know, I thought we started off started off on a good foot last year, beating beating those guys at home in the first game, and you know, kind of the wheels started to fall off towards the end of the season. Um, which I still felt that we competed in that game with our backup quarterback and um, and Sean. You know, so uh, went into that game kind of limping um, at the back half of the season. But you know, I feel like we competed. We competed in every game. We just lost situations. You know, in those games, you know, so I think if we're able to clean up, you know, our situation of football, be a much smarter football team, and not make a silly mistakes in crunch time, um, executing in crunch time uh, at a high level, you know, I think we're going to be right there with the best of them, yeah, not just not only in our division, but you know, with some of the best teams in the league. But that's going to come down to us executing in those situations on Sundays. What about you? Uh, Chris? I mean, honestly, he said it all. I feel like um, us as a team, like you said, well, is this team better than the last team? Like, I feel like we are. And, and like, I say that because after last year's season, this year, we didn't have the experience I went last year. So now we have, like, a togetherness kind of of knowing how to play off mm-hmm. of each other. And I mean the offense and the defense. Once you get a team like that, that that, that know how to play together off of each other, like it, it can get scary. Because I, I've been a part of a team with within these three years, three four years that I was here, where the offense is clicking, yeah. but the defense is not. It was a lot going on, but this team is a different. We're the same team, but a different team. So we know how to play together and play with each other. Once we get out there and we start executing, like Pat said, in situational games and stuff like that, and actually going out there executing it, then the wins will come into play, and then we will be in position to play for championships and then eventually get that ring. And 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 one thing that we definitely can hit on is now knowing exactly when you play the teams you're playing. We knew the schedule. We knew exactly 
who was on the schedule. But now we all know exactly when you play the said teams. Opening week, week one, you got the Packers at home, right? What type of experience, what type of atmosphere is going to be like for you guys at home in the crib, Skull Nation, against the Green Bay Packers? What, what type of atmosphere you expected? You can't hear nothing. <laughs> you can't hear anything. You feel it's just the vibrations, everything. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I can't. I remember my first game in the league. Uh, we was playing uh, Atlanta, and it was a home opener. Mm-hmm. And that, now I can't wait to see this one because we had Green Bay during COVID year in the home opener. Mm-hmm. That's so now we got U.S. Bank getting ready to get packed out. I can't wait. I just know it's going to be crazy. I, and, I, and I feel so good about everything right now and, and, and what we about to take off to and, and, oh, yeah. and what's the it on the uh, Vikings page. This is the start of something great. Like, uh-huh. I, I, so crazy that, like, it, it gets to the point where, like, I, I'm just like, you will see. I get to the point where I'm getting to tell them people, you will see. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, like, if you know, you know. Like, that's the home opener and, and it's Green Bay, like, it ain't really nothing else that need to be said. Like when they when they be saying like it's up and it's stuck, like that's 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 what it is. <laughs> hey, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go through a few games and both of you guys let me know exactly. Well, I know one of the games that Pat P is fired up about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me know what, what which which catches your attention. Of course, the week one matchup at home against the Packers. First Monday night is week two on the yeah. road, Philly. You go to London, play against the Saints. You back at home, uh, or you go home. Then you go to Miami versus the Dolphins. Then you week eight, you got the Arizona Cardinals at the crib. Primetime, afternoon primetime game versus the Cowboys. Thanksgiving night, you got the primetime game against the Patriots. And week 18, you close out, you travel to Chicago. So, Pat P, I already know how you feel about Arizona. But is there, is there any other games that when, you know, you saw the schedule when you're playing these guys, some of the primetime games or some of the no, notable teams, who else you 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 circling on the schedule as you looking at as a as a a, a big opportunity for you? Um, you know, I love playing against the Cowboys. Um, and I you guys got Cowboys play. at home, right? That's home, right? Yeah, that's home. That's home. Yeah, they come um, to y'all Thanksgiving night. You know, we play we play the Patriots Thanksgiving night. We play the Cowboys oh. before. At home, yeah, so, y'all got both Patriots yeah. and Cowboys at home. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The Thanksgiving night would be big. Never yeah, played on be Thanksgiving big. before, so that'll be huge. Um, but you know, those three, and I told you Miami a couple Yeah, you told ago. me Miami. Uh, go to Miami. Yeah, an opportunity to go back home and play. Yeah. Chris, what about you? What what, what games stick, stick out to you? I ain't going to need that to you. I feel like besides week one, something that I, man, this is before I even got to the NFL that I was like, man, I, if I do that, I just want to be one, a part of one of the teams that get the chance to go and play in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's yeah. I, 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 I'm living my dream, but that's also another dream come true. Yeah, like I'm, I, I can't wait. Hey, I'm warning you not, Chris. You gotta win seven studs. Is that what seven studs? I don't even do, do Chris even know what seven studs is. They don't even make seven studs no more. Oh, do they? oh yeah, yeah, they do. They yeah, still do. do? Yeah, he had to win last year in Green Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, so what, the grass out there is soggy. Is, is thick. What it is, Pat? It's, it, it, it's the grass is very high. It's thick, but it's like loose thick. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and 
bit of moisture because you know it's not much sun out there. So it's very, very soft and very, very moist. So it's going to be almost like a um, almost like a light. You know how um, trying to think how I can describe it. It's just going to be soft and like almost like a a muddy, sandy, muddy footing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to wear the motor because all the dirt is going to get stuck between like the teeth and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you have to wear seven steps. Yeah. Um, I, I when I was playing Green Bay. I went out there, no seven studs. It did not take long. The ground was already. (laughs) I literally the whole. It was not one DB that did not have seven studs on that did not slip and fall. Literally the whole. Yeah. Not me. I ain't go out there. I see right on in there till it's time to go. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, that that's the game was pretty cold, right, Pat P? You told you told me you wouldn't go wear no sleeves and had on sleeves. Man, listen. Just like Chris said, you know, I always ask, like, man, how the, how the foot in there is out there? Man, no, nah, man. So you know what I did, Matt? I learned my lesson. Boy said, they had, they had no foot out there in the motor bottom. Man, let me put these studs on. They ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> then after two, I said, how cold it was? Was it? It's cold out there. I said, yep, that's another confirm. They put these yeah. sleeves on, too. <laughs> uh, Pat P, man, that's the way you do. When you play them cold teams, man, you got to get, get some extra buys and tries the week of, man. Make sure your buys no, and tries man. together. Man, if we were, yeah. if we were, if we were, if we were in the playoffs, if we were fighting for a playoff spot, yeah, I would have did. Uh-huh. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy to the next week, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I gotta tell y'all this right quick. Highlighting the schedule, the first two games yeah. gonna tell me all I need to know about the Vikings. The first two games, you start off vi- divisional four at home against the Packers. So you travel to an up and coming. Philadelphia Eagles team that has a lot of hefty expectations. The first two weeks, I'm, I already know what I'm looking at from the Vikings. You know what I mean? And the reason why I say that is because the Packers are a playoff caliber team. We know they have championship aspirations. They've owned the division. Yep. If you take care of your business against the Packers, okay, now you're going in a different direction. And then if you follow back against the week two against my, uh, the Eagles, a team that's emerging, got talent on both sides of football. Was the Packers win? Playoff atmosphere was the Packers win mostly a hype because it was the team you're playing against and you hate them to hate y'all. Are you sleeping at the wheel or no? This is who we are. Then you take care of Eagles. Now you already know what time it is because you know sometimes and you guys know this being vets. Some teams you play differently. It just it's not directly. It's not a direct thing. Just indirectly. It it just happens. You know what I mean? Like we get up for teams differently than other teams. You know what I mean? But good teams. They still get up they, every Sunday. They get up every Sunday and they have the same results. No doubt about it. So first two weeks for me, it's gonna be, oh oh, boy, they cooking with gas, or they gotta figure things out along the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's how it usually happens in the NFL when you look at teams that's trying to search and find out who their what their identity is. So that's what I'm looking at. I can't wait to see what the fans have to say about this schedule and what you guys think about this schedule. But in all honesty, guys, well, go ahead, Chris, what you about to say? Oh, no, I just say, I think they love it. Oh, they, they, they fired up. That's what I'm saying. The first week of the season is going to be, I mean, they ain't going to have no hotels available. You Man, it's going to be, listen, man, listen. I tell Pat P this all the time, Chris, if you bring them a Super Bowl, you will forever be good in their eyes. If you yeah. bring Minnesota a Super Bowl, pfft. I go to Pittsburgh right now and get free groceries I need it. 
<laughs> right now, free groceries. I get a lawn chair. I get me a, a lazy boy. Whatever, whatever I need whatever right you now. Want. Yeah. Do that in Minnesota. Let's see what happens. It's coming, man. We, I'm, man. Uh, so last, before we get to the superlative part, there's a few questions I want to hit with Chris and, and Pat P. You talk, you shared a little bit about this, but Chris, uh, there's a clip from the team in preseason where your teammates labeled you the most childish player on the team. <laughs> what did you do to earn that title? <laughs> I just, I just laugh and play a lot. I mean, I don't know. I, I just like, no, and this is the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this let me this this like let me like just be like all right yeah they can say it they got it it's me I earned the title it was like okay. 6 40 7 30 between that time somewhere between that time we waking up and we got me uh getting ready for uh meetings so we had breakfast and um we was walking we was walking to the hall for breakfast and it was me and Mike Hughes and the D's and I had did something like messing around with them and like everybody was laughing, and Mike looked at me. Me and him was trailing the, in the back of the group. He yeah. looked at me, and said, "Really? It's seven in the morning, bro." <laughs> what you do to him? Like, I it, I was just I said like a joke or something, like just like messing with everybody. And when he and like when he said that, like I started dying laughing, and like it's a joke that me and him like keep between each other. Yeah, I hit me up right now and then, like, bro, it's seven in the morning. Like and out of nowhere, like I just be laughing. <laughs> so, so you that guy that's always ready to joke or uh, 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 brighten up the room. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what it is. So, like when in high school, my head coach told me one time, like you either breathing life in, into people or you sucking it out. Yeah, and that's something that just stuck with me. And I just shit. I don't want to be like around that. no draining or just giving out bad energy. So. You, I much rather have somebody laugh or smile around me than to be sitting there like pouting or just you no. Know, I like that. Know. Yeah. Hey, Pat P. What was that story you told us about Chris about how he embellished an injury? Oh man, Cam! It was Carolina. It was Carolina. It was, yeah, I cannot remember what he hurt. I think it was like his wrist or something like that. And he was hollering like he broke, like like it, like it fell. Oh up his man, you 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 would have thought that Chris <laughs> had no arm. What the damn, Chris? What's happening, man? Like he's on the ground, flipping all around. Was he hollering? <laughs> what was he? Damn, Chris, what's wrong, man? My wrist, man. Oh, yo, wrist. <laughs> your wrist. I can't remember exactly what the injury was, but he know what I'm talking about. <laughs> My ribs against Carolina, I'm telling you, that stuff hurt. Like, like you know, <laughs> where like you you get that injury where it hurt, it's hurting, and, and it hurt pretty bad, but you don't know how bad it is. You just know it's hurt. <laughs> so like, just you just doing what you can. Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't feeling it, and I'm like, I don't know if it's broke or whatever it is right now. It don't feel good. Yes, hey, so I, I got. <laughs> I just started yelling out of nowhere. I'm, ah, I get to the sideline. I done, I done fell over and everything. I done curled up. They was, you see, I'm like, my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I just hold it up. Oh, but it was, 
two helmets. And I and all I know is when he got smashed, I'm surprised it wasn't nothing wrong broke. with it. Yeah, you could have broke it. Yeah, hey, but man. I was. I gotta tell you one more, man. What you got, Pat? This, this one was in we was in camp. It was like uh, towards got- the end. It was, the, it, was, it was towards the end of camp. And uh, I can't remember if it was seven on or 11 on, you know, a full team period. But Chris was in the left corner. Can't remember exactly what coverage it was. <laughs> you talking the about? Had, the, receiver I- had, the receiver had ran a dig. Chris broke on the route this time and other. And God knows we don't know what happened. All we see, Chris, he literally just that's like he Superman for and start tunneling. Oh, Rolling around again. This 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 pre this pre Carolina. We, we we saw this before. So <laughs> he, he rolled he, he around again. We're like, oh, damn, that's okay. So you know when somebody get hurt, they on the they on the ground for a long time. You know, he got to move the pin. Yeah, it was already one of them days. And <laughs> so we moved the pin on. Next thing you know, man, how about two plays later? We see Chris walking completely fine. Man, we just thought Chris needed a wheelchair, like a scratcher. Yeah. After that point, we started calling him Chris Paul. I mean, not Chris Paul. Uh, Paul Pierce, um, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. <laughs> like, man, he's Paul Pierce, man. <laughs> what, you heard, what you heard on that play? It was my, my knees. <laughs> it was my knees. <laughs> that was, like, I... <laughs> After watching, after watching film and seeing everything, I was laughing myself. Like, yeah, I was. Good. It was her. You said you bumped knees. Yeah, I bumped knees with uh, it was with the receiver. Yeah. Hey, how about hey, 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 Matt? Tell me how about Didi just got up and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Pat, we say, but so in Carolina, you were like, we already seen this before, but you kind of thought he was yeah. for real hurt. Yeah, we thought he was real this time because he, he was like, he's wrist hurt, but he was grabbing everything. So we didn't know what the heck was going on with him. So, out there with it, dang. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, for a couple players, I was out there with it, dang. Yeah, we was like, we don't know what's wrong with him. He went talking about my wrist. Like, oh, man. Here you go again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, well, hey, Pat P, I guess we got to wait and see what he has in store this upcoming camp, right? Yeah. I hope nothing, though. We don't, we don't no. need none of those. Yeah. We don't need no scares. No question. I- no question. <laughs> hey, so what'd you say, Chris? I said, I'm going to be good. I'm in the training room every morning. Every morning. Go in the training room yeah. while you're feeling good. Don't wait for something to happen to go in there. Yeah, man. No question, no question. Hey, so Chris, before we let you go, we're going to transition to the superlative part of our show. We're going to hit you with rapid fire questions. Want your honest answer, unbiased answer. More hated rival, Oklahoma or Green Bay? Hmm, that's hard. You got to pick one. Who do you I hate the most? Oh, you. Yeah, All right, I, so you got to say Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I, I felt like you would go Oklahoma. Yeah, did you hate Oklahoma before going to Texas or all that hate just started when you went to Texas? Um, I think the hate, I think the hate, so like I, I was considering OU at a point when they was recruiting me and 
I think they hate. So, so, and of course, watching Curtis, I knew that the robbery was there. And mm-hmm. when I was oh you, I was like, damn, Curtis might whoop my ass when he see me. <laughs> 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 uh, let me not even play with that. So I, I just, I don't know. It was always a dislike at a point, but mm-hmm. um, the hate began when I got there. I would say mm-hmm. and. Coming through that tunnel, going through the whole game day preparation, seeing them, they seeing you, you know, pulling up on the bus. You got y'all had y'all rivals. You know yeah. how when y'all on the bus and they fans tripping you off and everything, they used to drop like they used to drop me like, yeah, you, wait till I get out there to have that friend, uh, that smile turn upside down into a frown. Yeah, no question. And tunnel with they players. And I'm talking about before kickoff, you want to rip somebody like one of their heads off. You hate the uh, maroon color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that. Grew, it was there, but it grew more and more over time. Yeah, I can feel that. In your mind, I think I know you're going to pick. Who is your funniest teammate? Funniest teammate? Yeah. That's not yourself. <laughs> your teammate. <laughs> It would probably be out of, I say, Cam or Amir. Yeah, that's what I thought you would say. <laughs> A Cam or Amir. Yeah, those are my those were my two candidates as well. <laughs> uh, least favorite part about Minnesota winners? Negative. <laughs> when it hit negative. Negative. That's all. It, it don't even matter what the, what it is. Once it hit negative, negative. single too. Because when it <laughs> single, <laughs> negative. You feel it in bones. Yeah, it's a different type of cold. Good thing y'all got an endo. No doubt about it. Come Man, on. I know about it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think y'all got an indoor facility in the indoor stadium. Yeah, it definitely is for sure. I would cry tears. You can you remember when they were building a new stadium? They had to play in the Gopher Stadium, which is the outdoor yeah. stadium. Just imagine that. Mm. And they made it to the playoffs that year. Yeah. Versus, they had the game in the NFL history or something like that. Yeah, that's when they lost to Seattle. By a few going to playoffs. Imagine, yeah. just imagine what that was feeling like. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, well, Chris, man, that's about that. That's about it. It's a wrap, yeah. man. Thank you for finally joining us here. All things covered. Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden. The fans gonna be fired up about this one, and man, the schedule, man. I know they. I know, man. Tickets are already probably scarce. That yeah. for home. That, that week one matchup. Be, that should have been prime time. Yeah. Yes, they should have had. They should have oh, yeah. had. You guys play Monday night instead of seeing Denver play Seattle Monday night. That's what they should have done. Nobody wants to see Seattle. That one is, huh? No, so I didn't. I didn't know Denver was playing Seattle oh, Monday night. Yeah, that's a big time. That's against his old woo woo. Yeah, but nobody wants to see Russell Wilson play against Drew Locker, Geno Smith, or whoever gonna be the starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just look at the, I mean you know Seattle in the rebuild let's keep it real they they, they, yeah, they just yeah. surviving right now I mean Monday yeah. night football first week of the season 
It's about the quarterback matchup and two teams that have playoff aspirations. Oh, yeah. That's don't hit. Yeah. So I understand they want to give Russell his flowers, hit homecoming on the national stage, but come on, man. We really, really didn't want to see that. I hope. <laughs> Nah, we don't want to see that. Hey, Pat P, before, hey, I got a question for you. Golf question. Chris, you play golf? No. no. Pat, why not? Tell them why not. Why don't I play golf? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ain't fighting. I'm, I hope Cam see too so we can yeah. tell. Yeah. I t- well, so this is what I told them. This is, this is why they don't play golf. Like, I don't have time to teach them, man. I don't have time. Yeah, Pat, Pat a professional. Them. He he ain't trying to he, yeah. he trying to get his game together. He's a professional, man. Exactly. Oh, I told him that. <laughs> back to back to back. You, you know already I watched Happy Gilmore three times. Back to back what? to back. Happy no, Gilmore. No. That that ain't gonna help the golf game, Chris. No, that's Happy. a movie. <laughs> That boy, hey, my drive. I'm gonna go ahead. Hey, Pat, you can you can keep on the green. He can be a caddy, can't you? Yeah, he can be the caddy. Yeah. Fans, also let us know what game you're excited about. You know, when you look at the Vikings schedule, you know exactly when they're playing their teams. Let us know what your thoughts, and let us know what you think you should see from this defense and the guys in the secondary. Chris Boyd, Pat P, will be in the secondary. I mean, y'all, if y'all can go out and get like 25 picks as a secondary, yeah, that's a recipe. That's the red that'd be dope. Gotta be in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. Final game. Hey Chris, I'll see you at the Super Bowl party too. Yes, sir. You will. Yeah, I'll see you at Super Bowl party. I just thought that. Yeah. Hey, you gotta uh, Pat P, Pat P say he'll show up and won't show up. So we gotta make sure he show up. Oh, I'll be there. Oh, I'll be there, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will be there. Hey, <laughs> hey, but Chris, man, pleasures, man, pleasure catching up with you, man. Make sure you stay healthy. Stay in the training room. I got you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, my guy. See you tomorrow. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.